Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome into the Monkey Sports Podcast, rebranded, re-ready to go, and a whole new crew of idiots ready to bring you entertainment. First, before we get started, though, I want to remind you, if you use promo code PODCAST10, that's PODCAST, the number 10, at checkout, you save 10% on all non-map items, so that's pretty hype. Make sure you use our code when you're in the store. Let them know that you're listening to the podcast. Now, let's get right into it. Welcome back in. Let's go. My name is Hank. I'm going to introduce you around to the people in the room. Again, I'm Hank. I'm Grayson. I'm Paul. I'm Clayton. And I'm Hank. And I'll be running the show for us today. What's up, guys? How are we doing? I'm doing good. Can't, can't complain. Can't complain. Nope. It's Monday. It is Monday. It's, we're recording this on a Monday. We're going to try and put this out early, like Tuesday morning, which is psych- psychopathic of me. We have so much stuff to do. <laughs> out of your mind. We have so much stuff to do around here. So just kind of wanted to, to give you guys a rundown of the show. Want to hit some news and notes early on. Have a little fun, silly section in the middle. Have a little bit more serious section towards the end. And then some suggestions we've been seeing from around the Monkey Sports universe. So welcome to news and notes. Uh, I brought you guys in because I don't know anything about hockey and baseball. So you guys are the hockey and baseball guys i'm just the stupid lax guy so there was free agency this weekend i heard is yeah, that real a lot of it agency. That, that is, that is 100 percent so yes <laughs> was it just goalies or was it everyone was a free agent <laughs> it feels like it was just goalies i was gonna say like it looked like i mean, knowing nothing it looked like everyone changed teams just because like there Grayson, was there's the some big guy. player moves like here and there but i feel like there was this huge shift of the goalies i feel like everyone was looking for a different area of expertise and a lot of goalies were at the end of their contract and kind of got shuffled up so it was very exciting i I feel like none of them are really going to be that big of a move for anyone except for one goalie in particular, but I just wanted to hear everyone else's view on what free agency was like. Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> goalies was absolutely a carousel and it was a lot of big names sort of out of, sort of out of nowhere. Now I'm kind of wondering who who you who you think your big ones your big ones are gonna be, but players, you're right. There was it was a lot of a lot of sort of smaller moves. The only big one I saw was Taylor Hall, which kind of like Buffalo. Yeah. Well, also Buffalo. Who else did they pick up? They picked up someone big, like along with Taylor Hall. It was like the day before that. Cody Eakin, right? Yeah. Okay. So he, yeah, he, Cody Eakin. A, he, Cody's a big name. <laughs> oh, it's still like a bigger name. He is still like is a huge role player on a team. So Cody Eakin along with Taylor Hall going to Buffalo. And it looks like maybe Buffalo's trying to make a push pretty soon here, which has been weird because the last two or three years Buffalo starts off really well they look really good and then they fall apart and they're nothing I think Jack I think Jack, I think Jack Eichel's just psyched that he's actually gonna have a left a left winger to play with yeah and score. then like Rosmus Dahlin is like kind of a waste of talent right now and he's so good so I don't know what they're gonna do from the goaltending side because out of all the moves they Buffalo was not one of the teams that got one of the goalies and maybe they should have because I don't think Linus Olmark's doing much for that team yeah, I mean, Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall will be interesting to see together. Uh, yeah. As far as the goalies go, I felt like there was a lot of lateral moves. I don't feel like anybody gained that much. I think the uh, only team that actually gained something was Calgary with Jacob Markstrom because Vancouver's making the biggest mistake by getting rid of that guy. He was the only reason that Vancouver was anything in the playoffs. So getting rid of him and then letting uh, Calgary sign them, him to a huge deal just blows my mind. And then Holpe, like, Holpe hasn't really been anything special since they won the Cup. So it's like, he's he's been, like, pretty average. Even during that season, he was nothing special. He made one really big save. And, like, he played good throughout the rest of the time. But is he going to be a difference, especially in the long term for Vancouver? I 
absolutely don't think so. It, he's it's that tells me absolutely Vancouver is Demko's t- is Demko's team now. Eventually, yeah, like in three yeah, years. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right. And now that you say Markstrom, yeah, it's. I mean, Markstrom's the most valuable goalie on the market right now, in my opinion. He, he, Riddick, big save, Dave. He had his moments, but he's, he's, he's not. He's not a guy that he's not a guy that you trust to be to be your your true workhorse. And as much as I hate to say, it because I love him, Mike Smith was just. Oof. Looking at that from a greater point of view, is it is it common for hockey players to move around this much? Because I know like in basketball, which I'm familiar with, and even lacrosse to a, some extent, like player movement is super huge. It's all about player empowerment. Go where you want to go. Has it been common for guys to just bail on teams like this and for so many mm-hmm. goalies to just all of a sudden be like, nah, see ya, and just it, not get re-signed? It comes in waves just per contracts. Nothing much like crazy happened this year besides it was all like, eccentric around goalies. I don't really think it's like uncommon to see a lot of moves like in the last couple of years we've seen huge moves but you just kind of forget about it once the season rolls around so i don't think it's really uncommon but i think this year was different just because like there was some really big names like lundquist who has been a ranger for life and everyone thought that he was just going to retire a ranger but now he's not you know he's going somewhere else he's going to washington so i don't think it's different but i want to see the other guys views on this yeah i mean i feel like the the hank and the holtby move or just, like I said, lateral moves. I yeah. feel like they're just trying to shake it up because they have been going with the same guys for so many years now. Yeah, it's not like it's... Hank's going to be the starter there either. He's right. he's on like a backup salary, basically. So the guy who's taken over over there is going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, it'll be weird to see him in other jerseys, but I don't necessarily see a difference in output from the from Yeah, the there's, I don't think there's a... <laughs> I think the Caps are just kind of turning the page to a new era, or at least trying to. Which goalies do you guys think were the winners and which ones do you think were the losers? Which which team has the best situation now moving forward with their new acquire and who maybe like took a step backwards with who they signed? I, I think, sadly, I'm with Grayson. I think Vancouver took it took the biggest sort of step backwards and yeah. best situation. I, I, I'm going to go with a guy who didn't even, who didn't change teams, Hudobin coming going back to the back really? to the stars i think that's the biggest mistake for dallas i talked about this on twitter and then i got kind of griped at by rob who was on a, another episode the hockey podcast but i just think that's kind of a mistake like i think kudobin's good but i think he's like one of those guys who's just like he's going to be good for a little bit he's also really old so signing him to three years is a huge mistake in my opinion i, th- I think part of the three years and the way they structure the way they structured the clause he's at the end of two he's either getting traded or being or he's going or he's going to seattle yeah maybe i don't really think it would be in seattle's best interest to pick him up either i think he's like a he's forever a one-year contract goalie and like maybe if he showed up like this like six years ago Maybe, but no, that's not my pick for that. Yeah, I feel like he's just kind of going to be that backup, that solid backup that yeah. Dallas has. I don't, I don't see them starting him overall, like yeah. unless he just starts the season performing greatly. Yeah, looking at their prospects too, I don't really think that's like a good choice for them either. I feel like you got to at least push Ottinger up to the NHL at some point, or like you know, give him the experience and like let him sit there for a while because you can't just throw a goalie in the mix like nowadays like you can it's worked like goalies have done it but you know what what are you gonna do uh but my winner i guess would be calgary in a way because if markstrom is the same goalie he was like he's gonna push calgary into a new area of of competing so i think that's kind of the winner and then maybe the losers of it 
Ottawa. <laughs> so they, so they're, they're spending a ton of money on Matt Murray, who hasn't done anything in the last, like, two years. I, th- I still think Matt Murray's a very solid goalie, but, like, you got to put that guy on a good team right now because of how bad he's been and, like, how much pressure has been put on him. It's like, all right, we're going to get rid of Fleury. You're going to be the guy now. You won two cups. Here we go. But it's like, I we've always said the same thing. Like, maybe he can't push through a regular season. The least the least in me is getting screaming. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, they are really not. They are really going to be. Ottawa's really going to struggle. I don't know what Ottawa's doing. Well, that's my. Ottawa last. doesn't know what Ottawa's doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's that's enough stick puck. I'm over that. Yeah, I'm cool. also over it. Man. Uh, <laughs> they finally wrapped up their season. We'll see when the regular season starts again for 2021, if ever. It's going to be weird. I know basketball's been talking about a January start. I assume something similar for hockey. But looking at a sport that's currently playing right now, uh, baseball is currently going off right now. Mookie Betts looks like a player the Red Sox shouldn't have traded, and uh, the playoffs have been popping off. So. You guys want to kind of recap baseball? Tell us what's going on and, and what we think is going to happen moving forward. LCS starting starting up uh, last night. Tampa Bay get gets the uh, gets the upper hand on new, on the Yankees. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Dude, the Yankees <laughs> suck. What's their deal? Not even the Yankees. They beat the Yankees. They beat the Yankees. It was the Astros, which makes it even better because the whole sign stealing cheating deal. Gotta love the Astros. Nobody wants the Astros to win. Nobody wants the Astros uh, to win. I'm going to take that back. I actually want the Astros to win still. We all hate the Astros. <laughs> Dang, that's, that sucks. They're going to win, huh? Quiet, hope that boy. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, baseball is popping off. And I, have they gone to a bubble for the playoffs? I'm confused on the situation. So they the way they did it was the wild card series were all at the upper seeds ballparks. Then they went to four bubbles for the division series. The National League playing in San Diego and Dodger Stadium. And with the championship series now being played solely at believe they're I believe they're in Dodger Stadium for the NLCS. Then for the merit for the for the ALCS, National League Division Series, one series played in Houston, the other one played just down the road from us here in Arlington. Championship series is going to be is in Arlington. And then the World Series will be fully fully done in arlington at the rangers new at the rangers glorious new palace what's the deal with that stadium man place looks crazy but it's crazy dumb what do we the 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 looks like an airport hangar the memes that the memes that came out you know your home depot barbecue grill it looks weird from the outs from the outside yes and then from the inside it looks exactly like the astros stadium just without a train but it's it, it is it's Super nice. It's a it's it's super oh, nice looking. Oh, and fancy it's a really nice inside. field, but like from the outside, you're like, all right, come on. Yeah, I can't wait to go in 2022. It's gonna be great, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are they are allowing limited fan limited fans in though. They what they did decide idea. to uh, let let people in. It's yeah, not maybe not the best idea, but hey, points for trying, I guess maybe. Yeah, I think as much as I love sports, I'm not going to a stadium right now with the current climate. No shot. I mean, an indoor stadium? No, it sounds great. Come on, guys. <laughs> Open up the roof. Yeah, I, it's it does the roof open? That was the whole, that was the whole deal for building it was so they don't they could they could have a retractable roof so you don't have to play games in, where it's 110 degree first pitch Listen, in Arlington in August. The Cowboys roof retracts, but they open that thing up once every 4 years. Like no, it's never going to open. The Astros they had it's like it's the same design stadium and they open theirs pretty often. So I don't know if they're going to do by the same kind of rule. It's I know like, it's crazy expensive to do it. Like the electricity to open up a stadium is dumb expensive. Yeah. And I I don't even want to know what it is with the with this with the stadium at Globe Life just because it it goes fast. Yeah, it's 
like less than 10 minutes, I think to full, to fully, to fully yeah. open, which kinda, if you've ever been to a retractable roof stadium, that's insanely quick. Yeah. Kind of off topic here. Uh, you guys ever seen how like the Cardinals stadium works with like, I was literally the about to bring that up. I think the <laughs> Oakland does that too. That's like one of the coolest things. I remember when they were building that, like driving past that. Cause I used to live in Arizona. We're like, what is that? And they're like, Oh, it's going to be the field. And then they like roll it in. What a weird it, waste of money. I, I, it's like it's strange, but like, like our our desert, we're in the desert. Let's make a grass field inside. It's like why just have turf that we that that yeah. we then that we then slide out the bottom of the stadium and let it sit outside. The Raiders do it too. They do it the same setup. They play on grass in Oakland, and it's a it's a well, yeah, they, not well, Oakland like in I've Las heard Vegas. Good things from it, Vegas. but like yeah, the, old old, old Oakland, old Oakland where stupid. they where they shared it with the A's, and half the field was was the was the baseball infield. How much did the person that like invented that just get the bag just paid for for their patent of like yeah, let's take grass put it in the desert and then wheel it inside like that person is just rolling in dough oh i'm, I'm picturing i'm picturing an architect with like an old school sack of sack over shoulder with just a dollar sign on it just scamming idiot owners jeez man twirls his mustache oh my goodness all right that's enough that's enough random football talk good thing we sell football stuff fits right into our format <laughs> Dude, I saw the super side note. I saw a football like the other day and like scrap. I don't know where it came from. Like, I guess we used to have footballs at some point. <laughs> Foot- football, our, our newest, newest endeavors coming 2022. Football, football monkey, soccer monkey. <laughs> Dude, bring back golf monkey. What happened? Rest Frolf in peace. Monkey, I'm in. <laughs> and volleyball monkey. Oh, that was better times. Bas- that was basketball thing. monkey. <laughs> These were all a thing at one point, you loyal listeners. Uh, speaking of general uh, corporate work things, uh, any big launches coming out from us? Just kind of want to hit some product here for a little bit because we are a retail company after all. Yeah, nothing much on the goalie side. Uh, any goalies out there know that everything's very scheduled in like once a year basically from companies. And how, with how far out are we from that once a year? Uh, Probably next year. <laughs> <laughs> like there was going to be some stuff like at the end of the year, but then everything's happening and they've kind of canceled plans here and there. I think there might be some little things like we do have like some accessories and stuff coming up, but it's like nothing, no big launches that anyone would really be eyes on about. Yeah. As far as hockey, uh, COVID still kind of messing with the launch dates. I know the AS3 tax stick line, uh, releases online this Friday, but some stores already have them. And if your local store has them, you should probably be able to go in there and buy one right now. But as far as online releases, it's next or it's this Friday, the 23rd, no, yeah, whatever one of the math. days are whatever, Friday. Whatever Not Halloween. Any yeah. any baseball stuff launching or what? What we got going? Yeah, it's it was a, everything was a little bit delayed with COVID and everything, but uh, 2021 bats are starting to come out. Uh, Marucci had their Marucci had their had their launch a couple weeks ago. Uh, Rawlings and Wilson their new glove their new glove lines either on the site either on the site ready to go already or will be in the next week or it will be in the next week or so. Uh, those are really the big ones. You're going to start to see a lot of the, a lot of the 2021 bat bats is going to be the big one coming up here, coming up here shortly. What about lacrosse? Lacrosse is freaking bumping. It's all our, <laughs> it's all our stuff that didn't come out in the spring. Uh, specifically this week, Epic has a sweet limited edition tie dye shaft coming out for only us, uh, only lacrosse monkey, no one else, not even the haters. We hate them. Uh, just for lacrosse monkey. It's pretty sick. All that warrior stuff is coming very soon. QX is so close, and everyone keeps asking me about it. And I'm like, leave me alone. I don't know. And it's going to launch when it's going to launch. Uh, and then we've got a bunch of true protective coming out soon as well. You've seen some of that with like Colgate and some other Towson uh, protective lines. So. 
Should be dope. But Hank, when's the QX coming out? When's the QX coming out, Hank? Oh, where's the QX? I don't know. It's not here. I can't tell you. It's at some <laughs> stores. If you're near a store, go check it out. Maybe you'll find one, but not yet for the for online on retail. All right, now that we kind of hit some launches, hit some product stuff, now I want to kind of take it back and be a little bit more laid back with you guys. Uh, recently, I've started watching someone on YouTube who just plays backyard baseball all the time. That's it. He just plays backyard baseball and he screams. It's super dope, and I love it. Who is it? And uh, I forget the name of the guy. And most recently, I, I forgot how much of a goat that Pablo Sanchez is. Little Pablito. Blasting Bombs, the greatest player in backyard sports history. If you don't know about backyard sports, it was a computer game in like the early 2000s by Humongous. That was just the most fun thing ever. There was kids, there was pro players, it was super dope, super dope, and Pablo was the greatest of them all. So I wanted to talk to you guys about this. Which sport of the four, I count goalies as a sport, would Pablo Sanchez be the greatest at? If he was became a real-life human all of a sudden and was in a game, what do you guys think? Make your case for your sport. He would be the best at baseball because he already is, and you can have some comparisons between also... He was in backyard basketball. I know that's not one of the sports in question, but he was in it, and he wasn't that good. And uh, for hockey, there was backyard hockey. I played it. I don't even think he existed in backyard hockey, and he probably wouldn't have been that good. Um, As a player or a goalie, I wouldn't pick him on my team. Uh, also, how tall is Pablo? Like Pablo's three probably, feet tall. Yeah, he's probably like four feet tall at the most. Like they have statistics there on backyard baseball. Are short somewhere. goalies not good though? Not really. Are like, you big? I mean, ideally. What's the perfect height for a goalie? Carbon, Ooh. carbon size. <laughs> I I think the perfect height for a goalie is like six two. Six two. That's huge. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you look at majority of the goalies in the NHL. They're either like six one or like six five. But I think six, six five. Are you real? I mean. A lot of them. Ben Bishop, Lori Koskin are both six seven. Pecorino. I guess I just always notice goalies like, squatting, so I never think of them as tall people. Yeah, they're a lot. They're usually tall, lengthy, thin guys. Dude, I uh, sound like I'd be a sick NHL. goalie. What the? <laughs> yeah. I miss my calling then, huh? I just think, yeah, exactly. Like you would be like the good height and athleticism for a goalie, but not Pablo. Yeah, not Pablo. Get him out of here. <laughs> uh, and then for lacrosse. I don't know how he would translate. Dude, Pablo would be nuts at lacrosse. He'd be a little really? attackman just zipping around. Oh my god! Because you gotta remember Pablo's stats. Pablo's got Pablo's got high speed. He's got high fielding. And high he's power. got high power. High power. So he'd be a sick little attackman, just drilling corners, just turning on people. Also, that's one of the most hidden facts about uh, Pablo Sanchez is like put him in the field and he's gunning people. Yeah, he's he's like, got a cannon. I think he'd yeah. be a good little laxer, good little attackman. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm having nightmares flash flashing back to when I was when I was a uh, defenseman on a long stick midi trying to trying to chase trying to chase Pablo around the field, and all of a sudden he's he's got like six goals. Dude, he just he doesn't he's, even speak the language. He, he just speaks duck across. under people's sticks, just like. Boom and there's rip like just boom and then rip. Yep, pretty much. That's how boom, the sport goes. Boom rip. Technical terms with Grayson. Hey, I'm, I'm just watching highlights on Lacrosse Monkey. That's all I'm doing. Dude, we post a lot of highlights on Lacrosse Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call out. Any thoughts here? Like that meme Monday. Like that meme Monday. Meme Monday is going on right now live as we're recording. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you missed it. You idiot. You missed meme Monday. Why? <laughs> Why did you miss it? I literally keep getting DMs. People are annoying me about it. They love meme Monday. Uh. Yeah, that's it's so ridiculous. Why do I do meme Monday? I spent the last two hours just a little aside. I spent the last two hours just cranking memes by myself, just listening to '90s pop music, just trying to focus. It was terrible. What a madman! Ugh. Yeah, when I when I walk in on Mondays, if Hank's, Hank's not making memes, then it's it's something's wrong. I was like, oh, maybe some people will send us some memes, and then the couple memes I've gotten, no offense to those people, have been not good, and so I just have to make them all myself every Monday. I try and do ten a week, and ugh, it's a grind. 
Yeah, if anyone wants to know what Hank looks like on a Monday morning, just imagine like three Red Bulls, a coding screen on the left, you know, another screen on the right with memes, a photo open with I Photoshop. I look like Angelina Jolie in the movie Hackers or whatever. Yeah. You remember that movie? <laughs> Is that a movie? Or am I making that up? He showed up at 6 a.m. He's dead tired already. I'm dead tired right now. Hank, that, that's a that's a great movie. I'm so tired. It is great, right? Angelina Jolie's great. Isn't her dad like Billy Bob Thornton? That was her husband. Her husband? <laughs> no, her husband's the other old guy actor. Vaughn. What's that guy's John, name? John Voight. John Voight, yeah. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Vince Vaughn is Angelina Jolie's. Jesus Christ, we're devolving. Uh, another reason I'm tired today on Monday is because I played men's league lacrosse last night and played two games, and I'm very, very tired. And I wanted to talk to you guys about sort of men's league and, and post-playing career and what your guys' comfort level is right now when it comes to the COVID thing going on right now in the world. Like, are you guys comfortable playing? If you are playing, what precautions do you take? Are you guys seeing good turnout? Like, what's kind of the look here locally for you guys with men's league? Uh, I think I can probably speak on this the least because I just, like, don't really like playing competitive sports that? all that much. Just don't. Like, I feel like I played a lot of it, like, growing up and especially, like, right after high school and I just... Just kind of got tired of it. Maybe one day I'll pop back into it. But my ideal uh, look at like having fun in my sport is like one on one with a goalie coach or just with some buddies. You know, nothing really competitive. I don't really want to be in that mindset. So I don't know. With everything going on, I haven't really played all too much. So I think I'm gonna speak the least on that. Yeah, same here. I mean, I haven't gone back to playing any men's league since COVID. Yeah. Uh, the ice time's opening back up again more for non men's league. So I might just slowly get back out there, but I know, uh, Paul, you're probably the expert on this as far as local sports. As apparently the only one who's actually playing men's I league. I played relax. I said it when we first okay. started the bit. Come on. Okay. But <laughs> so wait, that, that gives, gives, makes me and Hank the experts. Awesome. She's premium. I'm not an expert on anything. Please don't <laughs> ever claim that. For this I'm not cool. And I'm not an expert. Just remember those two things. So I, I capped, I capped in a men's league team, uh, here, lo- here locally for us. And we were shut down mid March in the middle of our championship series, no less until the until like the end of July and when they've when it finally opened back up for us I mean we had the turnout was better that was better than I thought it would be mostly because at that point you'd you know you're sitting there five six months five six months at home doing nothing doing nothing okay I want to get back out here and I know for at least the rink that we played at so long story short if anybody's going to be paranoid about this, it's me because I, I am I'm immunocompromised, mm-hmm. and I mean the rink that we play at, the rink that we that our team plays at, which is adjacent to the Allen Event Center here. I mean, I felt perfectly fine and comfortable going in. I mean, it was literally you would walk in and all of a sudden it's just like a wall of bleach and ammonia. Yeah. I feel like they do a pretty good job of like cleaning the arenas around here. Yeah, and especially like I've I haven't been out to any of the Star Center since they've reopened, but I know okay, like the Allen like the Allen Rink they were you know they were doing one game one game a day. You spread out over spread out two teams over four over four locker rooms. They're clean, disinfected everything eight times a day, even with nobody there. Yeah. So like personally, personally for me, I felt comfortable. I felt comfortable and I felt okay going back and playing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I live by the Frisco one, um, and Frisco, Texas. For all you people that are like, what are they? What Allen Frisco? Shout we're in Frisco. we're in Texas, North Texas. Um, I saw all the little kids were like warming up and getting ready, and I left the house at I think seven thirty on Saturday, and there was people lining up to get in and play. So, you know, it's starting to come back a little bit for youth, which is hype. 
Uh, for lacrosse specifically, I wear my mask when I go to the field. I try and stay away from everyone as much as I can. If I'm on the bench, I'm literally at like the 20-yard line. And then when I'm on the field, I just kind of keep a little bit of distance as well. You know, you got to do what you can, right? Not like it's a contact sport or anything. Hey, man, for the for the 10 seconds there's contact, I'm in there. And then if not, I'm walking very much so far away from everyone. Uh, last bit here, just another product plug, just because we love product. We sell retail. We're the best. We sell retail. That's a word that people say. <laughs> We're a retail company. We buy our stuff, please. Um, I just wanted to go around the room and ask everyone, what's their favorite gear right now? Like, If someone DMs you like, oh, I want some new gear. What should I get? Ah, I get that every day. What would you suggest to someone? Like, is your number one? Like, you need this. This is the go-to. It doesn't have to be the newest thing. Doesn't have to be the best thing. Like, what are you guys suggesting right now, Grayson? Start off. Uh, just like if you're looking for a general piece of equipment, like if you feel yeah, like just you need what is it. like the best thing that you're like? Ah, oh, I love recommending this thing to people right now. I like to turn people towards the warrior sticks, even from last year or even from this year. Warrior sticks are something else to me. Like I've been using them for the last two years now. And I don't really think I'm going to go back to another company in terms of sticks unless someone really impresses me. There are really good sticks out there, but for the price, like you can get like a mid-tier warrior right now and make it last for a very long time. Robin Leonard using a stock mid-level stick. Yeah, for, he's, for he years. was using like a mid-level stick like a few years ago. CR2. Yeah, the CR2. I have the CR1. And now like the level of what a CR1 now is, is like a mid-level M1 Pro. It's like, or not even the M1 Pro, but it's like a mid-level M1 series stick. And it's like, you're getting that quality for like 150 bucks. I actually posted about it like this weekend about the, uh, the M1 like senior plus sticks, like how good those sticks are for the value that they are. And it's like the step above them, way better, way lighter, amazing stick. But if you just want to get like a few sticks for 150 bucks, like each warriors, your pick baseball, what we got. That's a tough one right now. My go-to would be, uh. The Easton, the Easton B5, the Green Easton re-released, reimagined, just released a couple weeks ago. I know the la- very last baseball podcast we had, we uh, spoke with John Leffler from Easton about it, and just it's every it's everything I everything I remember. It was and then some. I mean, it's one of the best hitting BB core bats I've ever had, I've ever and I've ever seen and hit with. That thing just absolutely rakes. So that is definitely my uh, my go to at the moment. And moving on to hockey, what are we suggesting right now? Uh, maybe not a suggestion as much as something I'm excited for. Uh, we got the Ribcore trigger sticks coming out this Friday, and I've kind of held them. Uh, I'm interested to shoot around with them. Most people, you know, they like the vapor sticks for that light, quick release shot. Uh, but these Ribcore sticks are real nice. They're very light. Uh, I feel like it's maybe going to give season, or Bauer a run for the money as far as the light quick release stick so i'm kind of excited to get one of those and shoot around with it full disclosure everything you guys just said i was like those are letters and numbers i don't know what they're talking about <laughs> unless you said batter stick i was like yeah no yeah that's the best yeah that's good i don't know anything about baseball yeah hockey. the new red yeah. core sticks are gonna be pretty crazy yeah and they look real nice too i mean it's yeah. not really a, a thing but hey man some people buy stuff just for looks right yeah goalies but you know, shadow goalies. As far as the naming goes, hockey hockey stick names and gear names are getting out of control. Yeah, they're like the Pro Senior Plus Extra Ultra. <laughs> Sounds like Elon Musk. That's a second name. tier, by the way. <laughs> junior Junior Senior Pro Carbon. Like, excuse me. Like, <laughs> all right. Last thing for lacrosse. My suggestions. Uh, recently, I've been super into the Maverick line of heads. Kinetic, optic, tactic, tank. They've been super sick. I I know everyone loves them. I've started to like them here recently. 
And coming very soon will be re-releases for a couple of those heads as well. So please get excited for that. That should be coming out later this year or early next year. Thank you guys for listening to the Monkey Sports Podcast. Let us know how you like the rebrand. Please shoot us a DM at hockey, goalie, lacrosse, baseball monkey, any of the Instagrams. We reply super quick because we're all just staring at our phones all day anyways. <laughs> Make sure you follow our TikTok. That's been my baby. That's my pride and joy. Trying to get back into the grind on that very, very soon. And a little bit of a sneak peek. We're going to be doing more YouTube content moving forward as well. So make sure you're subscribed on the YouTubes as well. So thank you once again for listening to the Monkey Sports Podcast. My name is Hank, and we'll see you next week.